Hi, everyone. Terry Walbrock here. Just wanted to take a little more than a few moments to talk to you before today's episode. I have been on a two-month hiatus from putting any episodes out on the show. I also took the whole month of December off from any uh, recording of episodes and interviews. My reasoning for this was um, my nephew, uh, who was 26 years old, died by suicide in early November. I took the time to travel to be with friends and family and then just really honor my own grief journey. My mom, as many of you know who have listened to the show for a while, she passed away in March of 23. Her death was followed very quickly by my soul sister and one of my dearest treasured friends, uh, Beth Williams, who had been on this podcast when I very first started. She was one of my guests to come on and talk about anxiety. Um, she passed very suddenly. So I realized um, when, my, when my nephew died that even though I thought I was doing really well on my grief journey with my mom and Beth's deaths, that uh, it really kind of yanked the rug out from under me. So I've just been honoring that and uh, just took a little pause. Um, I did stay busy with some other projects, though. I am recording my seventh and eighth audiobook uh, as a narrator, so those will be coming out soon. I'm excited to share those with you. And very exciting news that um, I was, was invited to write a chapter of a collaborative book project uh, called The Caregiver Chronicles. And that launches on January 25th, so you can go to Amazon. I'll put links on all the show notes. But if you go to um, Amazon and put in The Caregiver Chronicles and type Madness to Magic, that's the publishing company, uh, you will find that book. Right now, it is available for pre-order on Kindle, and the paperback is in its final stages, so that should be available for pre-order soon, or at least available on launch day. So we are looking for folks who are willing to join the book launch team and uh, read the manuscript and share your testimonial on launch day on January 25th. So if so, send me an email at info at and let me know you want to join the book launch team. I also have a summit. I also have a summit that I was invited to be a speaker on, which is very exciting also. I will put links in the show notes to that. It is a free 21-day summit. Um, with just a whole host of amazing, amazing speakers um, in the world of recovery and healing and hope and light and all that wonderful stuff. So that is called the Finally Feel Free 2. It's the second of that uh, summit series. So Finally Feel Free 2. And finally, the last of my exciting news is that I am now a licensed insurance producer in the state of South Carolina. However, if you don't live in South Carolina, I still have resources no matter where you are. So 
If you go to my website, go to terrywalbrock.com, and then there's a tab. So if you go across, there's podcasts and books and speaking engagements and whatever else I have on there. Um, and you can find Request a Quote. And yeah, what's really awesome about that is that this is such a great way for me to bring in um, funding resources for the show and what I call my soul work, this healing work that I do because so much of it I do for free. This podcast is a free resource, my Hope for Healing newsletter. Uh, if you go to my website, you can sign up for that. You can subscribe, my YouTube channel, uh, all of my social media. It's all just a gift um, that I offer to others who are on a healing journey. So this is a way for me to also help people and make an income while doing it. Since I was, when I lived in Ohio, I was an agent and managed an agency for nine years, almost a decade. Um, so happy to be back at it again. I'm pretty excited. But yeah, some of the things that we can talk about are living benefits, uh, life insurance, great product called Debt-Free Life. Uh, and that's um, all debt, including mortgage payoff in nine years or less without spending additional dollars. So I can talk to you about that. Uh, disability income, final expense, retirement savings, and children's college savings. So those are uh, the products that I can help you with. Um, so certainly feel free to go to terrywalbrock.com and uh, click on the Request a Quote tab. And more info is going to be coming on all of that. Um, gosh, over the next few months, uh, we'll be putting mid-interview conversations that I've had with uh, Scott Summers here at, on Hilton Head Island of the Summers Agency. And he shares his wisdom um, about these products and, um, and how they can benefit you. So, awesome. All right. Well, I hope you all had a blessed and joyous holiday season. And uh, I certainly wish you uh, blessings and love and laughter and abundance in 2024. All right. Now for today's episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Healing Place podcast. I'm your host, Terry Welbrock, and so very thrilled to have with me today Dawn Katie. And Dawn is a success guide, intuitive, certified holistic therapist, owner and founder of Alleviate Pain. And I wish I could read this whole bio, but I'll, I'll give it to you guys in the show notes because there's so much incredible, beautiful work that she is doing in this world. So welcome, Dawn. Oh, thanks for having me, Terry. <laughs> oh, I, and I'm excited. We were just chatting. I said, I love, love, love having people from all over the world. You're coming to us from Australia. So welcome from uh, the other side of my universe. <laughs> I know it is. It's so isolated in Australia. It's like the other side of the world for everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Well, yeah. So again, there's so many things I could dive into. I know you know, through Podmatches, which is where we met, um, you had some some questions and, you know, how you help people and all that stuff. And I swear I put big stars and underlines and explanation points practically on everything that that you had. So one of the things, your Alleviate Pain program, that's a pretty big deal. Like you, what is that all about? Yeah, so how that was birthed was I've personally been disabled three times so I've lost the use of my legs three times 
And I was in this cycle the last time that this happened. I was in this cycle of just depression, anxiety, PTSD, and the pain got such a hold of me, I had a nervous breakdown. And the medical community just wrote me off as in the too hard basket. There's nothing we can do. Go see a clean psych and be on basically painkillers for the rest of your life. And I'm a bit stubborn <laughs> and I wouldn't take it. And I was like, no, you know what? No, I am not writing myself off. I am not signing up for this is the rest of my life. I'm not having it. So this little stubborn part of me was like, no, I'm going to prove them wrong. But I had to go through a nervous breakdown and be addicted to opioids. And I had to go through a whole journey. And then just this one day, I was like, no, I'm not having it. This is not my life. I'm not accepting it. And then that was when there was like the precipice of me climbing back up the mountain and getting back up. And I healed myself. And then pretty much what I did is I deconstructed how I did it and created six steps and created a method called the neural alignment method. And then I went into business with two physios and exercise physiologists and we built pain clinics and I did my clinical trials in those pain clinics. And we were having results where insurance companies were just sending people to us where they were like, yeah, you're never going to get anywhere with these people. Some people had been on workers' compensation, it's called in England, um, in Australia. And they'd been on it for like 10 years. They were just a write-off. They're never going to return to work. And yeah, we reduced their pain on average by 70%. Got a lot of them off of painkillers. A lot of them had turned to alcohol and we'd had a massive reduction in alcoholism. And yeah, huge, huge results. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, you part of that, I heard the word neuro in there. And I know you do neuro-linguistic uh, programming as mm -hmm. well. Is is it part of helping people to rewire their brains, like that brain plasticity thing where how we talk to ourselves and how we, uh, the energy we put out, is, is it all of that brought into this? It is. It's exactly that. Because what happens is, Terry, when you go through chronic pain and you've been through it for over about six to seven months, you then wire your brain to only see and perceive and experience pain. You actually wire your entire brain to only live and exist. So you put yourself in this bubble and it's really hard to get out. And the only way to get out is to then know that you are more powerful than the pain. So you've got to wire your brain for health rather than destruction. Because once you're in that bubble of pain is more powerful than me, your body starts to deteriorate where you start to get all of these symptoms from all of the drugs, you start to feel unwell and then you start to get disease and it just becomes this path of destruction. But if you start to view that before I had this pain, I was a different person. I have given my identity up. I've given up who I am because I believe that the pain is more powerful than me and it's got such a grip and a hold of me that I'm allowing it to completely wire my brain to only view that there's only pain in the world. So it's a huge wow. part of the process. Yeah, that makes so much sense. When you're, in, when you're in that chronic state of illness or pain, it just becomes such a focus that I can see then how then that becomes the wiring in the brain. It's exactly right. The rest goes dormant. All of, and then you just, what happens is 
you have these memories of who you were and then you're grieving. So you go into depression of who you were before the pain, then you're future projecting. So then you get anxiety of, is this my life? Am I going to live this life forever? Is this how I'm going to be? So you're in constantly in this depression and in this anxiety state that you can't get out of. You're just looping between the two. That being in the present moment is so disgusting because you don't like who you are because you're grieving who you were and you're scared of what you're going to become. So you don't want to be in the present moment. So you're in this cycle. And what happens is your body knows no difference between whether you are living in a depression loop, an anxiety loop or real life. So that becomes your life. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, it absolutely makes so much sense. Now, another thing that I saw uh, that you do is, is intuitive work. You identify mm -hmm. as an intuitive. Do you help people get in touch with their own intuitive abilities and be able then to, I know myself, I've been on a healing journey physically over the past few years, and I learned to start asking questions of my body and saying, mm -hmm. you know, what is it that you need? Well, how can I help you today? What What is it? And I really did at times when I when I would do meditations or, or mindfulness work and really learn to listen, I would literally hear a word or hear something. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, the intuitive side is once you have your brain in alignment to your body and healing, so once you've got those into alignment, you can take it to another level where you actually can communicate with your body and it will tell you, don't eat that food. That food will be good for you. Do this form of exercise, go on a water fast, go on a do, and it will instruct you and it will tell you. But when we have so much noise in our brain, we can't hear our body. So the intuitive part came in when I was like, it's going to take a long time for people to get their brain out of the way and program it for health before they can communicate with their body. So I started communicating with people's bodies for them and saying, your body is saying this, your body is telling me this, your body's asking for this and this and this. And it sped up the process because then the brain was going, oh, I can trust the body. The body is not just this pain machine. And the body was going, I can trust the brain because you're taking action on what I'm saying. And it brought the connection closer because the whole process is, it's like you've been split. It's like your brain and your body no longer trust each other and they're like two toddlers fighting and you're in the middle of it, experiencing it. But when you bring them two together, it's almost like rapid healing because they're in alignment. They're going, oh, I can trust you. Oh, you are listening. Yes. Yeah. And it makes so much sense because, again, I know with me, I would be so um, doubtful and questioning at first of, is that do I really need to have more calcium? Like, do I really need, like, what, it, am I just making this up in my head? But once I, I really learned, are you hearing feedback? Am I, am I kicking back some feedback by chance? Okay, good. Cause I'm hearing a little bit, but it's only when I talk. So I just wanted to make sure you weren't hearing any sort of, but anyway, yeah. So, so yeah, being able to, to trust myself, but I love it that you offer that to folks who may feel so overwhelmed or feel that they can't, they just aren't there yet to be able to trust that they're hearing the right thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It, I'm with you on that. At first, when you start hearing the communication, 
you, you actually think that you're insane and you're nuts and you're making stuff up. You're like, yeah, I'm making this up. And you ignore it. And the thing is, it could be your heart talking to you. It could be your body talking to you. It's actually irrelevant. What's important is that you listen and try it out. We're scientists. We've got to try things out. If it works, brilliant. If it doesn't, let it go. But if you just go into this loop of ignoring it and going, oh, no, I'm insane, that's wrong, then you're not learning anything. So just try it. Just listen to it. And, I mean, what I've found a lot is that people shut their hearts down when they go through pain or they've had trauma that has created the pain and they'd shut their hearts down. And it's really important that you tune into your heart because your heart tells you what you want and what you desire. But we learned from an early age that that's ridiculous. Yeah. Whatever your heart is telling you, that's for someone else, not for you. You're not good enough to have that life. It's bull. It really is. It's absolute nonsense. Because if I hadn't have listened to that part of me that was going, you're not meant to be disabled. Like you are meant to be running around with your son. You're meant to be dancing. You're meant to have this life. If I had to shut that down, I wouldn't be sat here talking to you. I wouldn't have done the amazing things that I've done across the world, teaching people these tools and techniques. I wouldn't have done any of it. If I'd have just gone, that's ridiculous. I'd still be disabled. And I would have withdrawn my total permanent disability insurance claim. Yes, I would have had money, but I'd have been bloody miserable with it. And I wouldn't have been happy, you know? Right. I listened to that part and I was like, I, that feels like it's true. And even if it's not, I'm not going to die regretting that I didn't listen to it. I listened to it and maybe it doesn't happen. Maybe I don't get any better, but I can't live with myself not listening to it. And that's that's why I do intuitive readings with people because I'm like, when it comes from someone else and someone else is telling you, you kind of believe it more for some reason than yourself, which is really sad. But that's okay in the beginning because we're just finding out how to walk, you know, like a, an infant watches and sees how everybody else is walking to then go, yeah, I'm going to get up and I'm going to walk. That's what we're here to do. We're here to help each other through whatever we're going through in life. We're here to serve one another in whatever way that looks like for each of us. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Hello, everyone. Just wanted to take a moment. We're going to have a quick conversation with Scott Summers here on Hilton Head Island. Then we'll be back to this beautiful interview in just a moment. Hey, everybody, Terry Welbrock here, just taking a moment's break to talk to Scott Summers, who is my friend slash neighbor here on Hilton Head Island and senior vice president of Symmetry Financial Group. Uh, and he's, gosh, the founder, I guess, of uh, the Summers Agency. And I love it that it's the hashtag the greatest team ever assembled. So very modest. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So Scott's here to talk to us today uh, about, I know this is the Healing Place podcast, but as all of you know, who are listening in uh, for a longtime fan of the show, and for you, those of you who are new, we talk about ways to help ourselves. And this is just such an amazing opportunity for Scott to come on and, and talk, about, talk about some ways we can not just help ourselves, but help our families. So welcome, Scott. Well, I'm so happy to be here, and um, I really appreciate the partnership. And and wow, be, be, I feel like part of the family. So thanks, oh. thanks for having me here. And you know, speaking of healing, it's you know doing working in the business that I've been in for the last almost almost a decade now. 
um, you know, there's there I, you get to see healing of different sorts, right? You know, whether it's um, people recovering from, uh, you know, some type of significant health issue or losing a family member or, um, you know, re uh, trying to, to correct uh, the debt issue that they have in their family. So uh, we get to help in, in different capacities there with healing. Oh, that's such a great way to look at it. I love what you just said about, you know, healing, because, right, it, it can be it can be um, a burden when you're having those death issues. And it really does feel like an illness because it's just weighing you down. And it's it's so hard to figure out a way to overcome. And yes, and I know there's some products that are specifically designed for like cancer or um, and, and there's living benefits. And there's just so much more than what you think of when you hear, oh, life insurance or, oh, um, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever pops into your head when you hear financial services. Yeah. Yeah. Living benefits are one, you know, when I first started in the business, uh, it was very few and far between the policies that offered them. And a lot of my clients had life insurance policy, but then they heard about this living benefits thing. It's like, well, Hey, I only, my family gets paid if something happened to me on a, my life policy. But what about if I survive something like a heart attack, cancer, stroke, ALS, kidney failure, and so on? Uh, well, you know, the, you might not be able to go back to work. Uh, and, and, you know, the, the life insurance wasn't worth anything. So a lot of people were kind of jumping ship when they started offering a lot of these living benefits. Some of the carriers that we work with, being a broker, is we can kind of find the right fit for people. And uh, which has been a you know, real blessing for, for, for people because uh, you've seen that come to the, the rescue. I've had... A client that had two stents put in his heart after a heart attack that was able to use his death benefit, um, you know, in the wake of what the medical insurance didn't cover, you know, so, you know, cancer patients and things of uh, that nature. Um, so it's it's been a real, real lifesaver uh, to have those living benefits uh, instead of just life insurance. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, well, just what amazing feature to have on a product. For those that don't know, I was, I was an agent back in the day. Uh, when I lived in Ohio and did that for a decade, managed an agency, and uh, this has come across my radar. And so I, I decided to obtain my um, life and health license here in South Carolina. So I am I am back in business. I love how Scott said to me the other day, he was like, the open sign is over your head, Terry. So <laughs> yeah, it's and I think that your genuine, um, you know, your genuine feeling of wanting to help people is really what's going to, you know, um, help you and, and, you know, with this, uh, this business of, of, um, you know, being able to incorporate this into working with folks that you work with on a daily basis. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, it's just been such a great opportunity. I'm super excited by it. And, it, you know, I call it my soul work because it doesn't feel like work when I'm doing something that that is helping others, uh, whether it's my monthly Hope for Healing newsletter or this podcast or narrating, you know, books on healing or have a new book coming out January 25th and uh, for called the Caregiver Chronicles. And that's really going to really have an impact on a lot of people who are in that caretaking role for loved ones. So this is kind of a great conversation for you and I to have too, because really we're caretaking for our family and loved ones. And when we make sure that we have things in place, um, should something happen to us? Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, we, we are really focused on, a lot of us are trying to focus on, you know, when retirement comes and when we get to that point in our lives where we can kind of like reap the benefits 
of what we you know, put in place along our working years and, you know, in that accumulation phase of life. And, um, you know, we don't spend a lot of time thinking about, Hey, if the wheels fall off and that does, that plan doesn't go as we thought it would, um, we're there, you know, on the front lines kind of dealing with, uh, families and helping them through that process. If something does happen, goes something goes awry. Right. All right. Well, let's dive into some stuff. Let's let's talk about some specific products. And folks, you can keep tuning into episodes and I'll put snippets out about the different products. So it'll one way for you to keep coming back and, and joining the show. Not that you don't already, but uh you can you can listen in um mid-conversation, before conversation. I'll I'll be putting putting these uh snippets of conversation out. Okay. Well, everyone, thanks for, for listening in to our, our little, um, very informative, wonderful conversations with Scott Summers of the Summers Agency here on Hilton Head Island. And again, go to terrywellbrock.com. You can find out more information and click some tabs if there's anything specific you want to know about. And uh, um, I will be in touch with you. And yeah, now back to the show. Well, and one of the things you brought up was was trauma. And I know, like for me particularly, I had a horrific early childhood, high ACEs score. Um, for people listening, that's adverse childhood experiences. Um, and so, yeah, trauma recovery. Do you do you help people with their trauma if they've have that? Because I know from understanding ACEs science that those with a high A score, meaning a four or higher tend to have higher incidences of physical ailments. And so trauma is so interwoven into um, our physical our physical bodies and the impact that it has on us. Is that something that that you then work through with like the neuro the neurolinguistic programming and so forth and tapping? I know you do EFT, emotional yeah. freedom technique. Yeah. Hundred percent. Because what I noticed with myself, I had a very traumatic childhood and I was very sick as a child in and out of hospital. So I had a, a very traumatic childhood. My mum was bipolar, all sorts of stuff. And what I realised is what happens is when you're younger, you take on all of this and you take it all on. And what happens is you wire your nervous system to live in a traumatic state, which what happens is, is a high production of cortisol, which starts to break down the body. So it makes sense to deal with the traumas that have happened. But sometimes the, the interesting thing that I've learned is you don't have to talk about the traumas. You just give your body permission to just let it go and release it. And most of the time it's having the communication with the brain, letting it understand why it happened and what you got from it. Because when the brain knows that there was a reason for it, when the brain can comprehend and understand that something significant came from it, and it always, every single time I've ever worked with anyone, there's been a reason why they had to experience that traumatic event. And it's doing it alone, understanding why that happened is scary. You know, sometimes it brings up stuff that you don't want to see and you don't want to know and you don't want to hear. But in that, you're stopping the solution from coming through. So if you can get in a place of, so one of the six steps is acceptance, okay? So if you accept that what happened to you was not your fault, but it is what it is, then you start to get the solutions. But you can only do that if you take responsibility. 
Now, it's not your fault that you experienced a mother with bipolar. It's not your fault that you went through a traumatic experience. might not have been your fault that you had a major car accident. But you have to take full responsibility for your life of who you are right now and what you want to create going forward. And the reason why you do that, for no other reason, you do it because what it does to the brain is it gives it a solution. It gives it permission to find solutions. If you don't give it a reason to find solutions, it will fixate on the problem, which will keep you in pain. But if you go, I'm taking full responsibility for how my life is now and how it moves forward. I couldn't, I can't do anything about the past. I couldn't have done anything about the past. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to take responsibility for now and going forward, no matter what. Because what that does is it gives my brain permission to find solutions to get me out of this situation and circumstance. And then what will happen is I'll accept what happened in the past. It had to happen for whatever reason, whether I like it or not, or whether it makes any sense. And then you start to unfold exactly why you had to go through that experience. And it's just a magical experience because what you do is your nervous system goes from this fight or flight. I've got to survive to go in. I actually can be happy, even though that has happened to me. I can be happy. I just have to choose it. And in that choosing, I'm calibrating my nervous system to be able to receive more of what I want and not what I don't want. And that's the process that we've got to go through. It's all about the nervous system. It's yes. a nervous system that needs these conversations. It's a nervous system that needs your brain to understand what's happening and go, I'm more powerful than the pain. Your nervous system needs your body to let go of all the past traumas. So the nervous system can calibrate to the truth of who you are, which is you're incredible. You're amazing. You always were. If you look at a baby, they know they're incredible and they're amazing. And so do you when you look at them. But this yeah. experience has us forget that. Right. See my sign? It says choose happy. <laughs> you just said yeah. it. <laughs> it's so true. Choose happy. Yeah. And, and, it's not that it's it's being in denial of what what's happened or what you're currently going through or any of that. It's saying, I'm choosing to focus on positives or I'm choosing to try to find the beauty in this moment, in a mindful moment. Um, I love that you what you just talked about because I've said it so many times on the show and I've talked about it with friends and family and um, is finding the gifts within the chaos. And so- there, there are gifts when, again, I went through all that trauma, did so much healing, you know, did the EFT work, did EMDR, did so much healing work, and then got really, really sick uh, in the last three years. And at first, obviously, I was like, oh, why is this happening? And then got over that, <laughs> allowed that grief moment. And then said, okay, hold up. So now I'm on another soul elevation thing. Here's another something. This has come along. Let me take a step back instead of the woe is me and say, what lessons am I supposed to be learning in this? So yeah, it's and it's very, very empowering to do it that to to view it that way. Honestly, it's the only way. It is the only way because if you give your power away to all of the bad things that have happened to you, you can't find solutions. Your brain is wired to find solutions and you're stopping it from doing what it's wired to do. And it's not faking happiness. It's just about going, 
right now my nervous system is struggling to be happy and that's okay because what evidence does it have that happiness is safe it doesn't really have any so I need to create happy moments no matter how small they are to give evidence to my nervous system that being happy is safe and it's doable but that is the key to it is going what evidence do I have that happiness is safe I didn't really have any so I was like okay doesn't mean to say it's not true. Doesn't mean to say that being happy is dangerous and that it's not for me. It just means I don't have evidence. You start to see things for what they are when you allow yourself to let go of that victim mentality. And it's not blaming anyone to have been in victim mentality because we've all got to go through it because it's horrible. Some of the stuff that we go through is horrible. It really is. It, and you need to go through that victim state because it's part of the process of healing. But don't get locked in it. Allow yourself to be a victim and go, this is awful, this is dreadful, this is disgusting. Oh my God, I've had the worst life ever. Allow all that out. And that's what EFT does. Allows you to get all of that gunk out and then you get to the next level and go, all right, okay. Well, I've got to take responsibility for my life because if I just keep swimming in victimhood, in the cesspool of pain and suffering, then what am I going to continue experiencing? The cesspool of pain and suffering. Well, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. Okay. What I want to do is I want to sit here and go, right, okay, what can I be happy with? Okay, I like food. Okay, I'm going to take myself and go get my favorite salad or favorite burger, whatever it is for you. And I'm going to enjoy that moment. And I'm going to go, food makes me happy. But I don't need to do it to mask my emotions, I'm doing it to create the emotions that I want. This is the difference. This is where people get habits, pick up habits where they're doing, so they go out and they eat a burger because they don't want to feel the emotion that they're feeling. No, feel the emotion, accept it for what it is, and then go, now I'm going to go have a burger because I'm in a better place. And I'm going to enjoy that burger and it's not going to impact my body because I'm eating it in a place of happiness and joy, not from a place of desperation and fear and shoving my emotions down. I'm doing it from a place of choice, of freedom, not from a place of I have to do it because it's the only way I'm going to get through this. Yeah, That's how I see it. I've never talked about it like that before. That's so, that's such an amazing way to look at it. I love that. Yeah. Beautiful. It's freeing. Oh, for sure. So now, can people work with you from anywhere in the world that and do your program? Is it something that's accessible to everyone? So basically, how it works is I do everything off of um, Zoom. I don't see, I don't have the pain clinics anymore because I was just like, you know, I want to work with people that really, really want to change their life. But if they're coming through insurance companies, there's a bar and they only want to get that far. And I want to take people to a place where they're living an, an amazing life. I mean, I went from being disabled to now I live on 85 acres of land, self-sufficient, generate our own power, our own water, grow our own fruits and vegetables. Like my life is amazing. I'm only 15 minutes away from the beach and from a place which is renowned for being beautiful called Byron, Byron Bay in Australia. Like I'm only down the road from there. I have a, a wonderful business. I homeschool my son. Like I have an incredible life. But it, it was a process and it was a journey. 
And my philosophy in life is work smart, not hard. And most people are working hard. This is about wiring the brain to work smart and not hard. Take shortcuts. If someone has gone through the process, why trial and error for 20 odd years like I did? When you can go see someone who goes, this is why this is happening. This is what you need to do. This is how you need to do that. How does that feel? What's your body saying? And give the power back to them. Show them the pitfalls. Show them how they can heal themselves. Empower them to know that they can do exactly what I've done. I am no different. The only difference is, is I've decided to make this my vocation and I'm stubborn as hell. (laughs) (laughs) That's about it. Most people are probably not as stubborn as me, but that's that's basically it. So I I do work with people one-on-one, but I've got a team that I've trained up who have gone through the same process as me and now are walking other people through. So I've got a team of ladies who are doing the same work as I'm doing, who are helping people. I've kind of retired because I don't need to do it anymore. I'm letting other people. And I generally do group work because what I find with group work is people fit in and go, oh my God, you're experiencing what I'm experiencing. You're going through what I'm going through. And in that energy, what happens is, is it gives people this sense of relief that I'm not insane, I'm not alone. And there's other people who are going through the same experience as me. And they're all at different levels. So the ones that have just come in are helping the ones that have been at it a while and vice versa, because we're all teachers and students. We're not just a a teacher and we teach everybody. We're actually a student. I still learn things from my clients now. It's amazing. Yes, I agree. And I love it. I mean, I I love having that mentality. I know it's certainly mine of always wanting to be open and willing to learn and uh, broaden my horizons and build my or make my coping skills toolbox that much better. If it comes across my radar, I'm always like, oh, that sounds interesting. Let me give that a whirl or let me find out more about that. Yeah, I love yeah, it. It's, it's so important, Terry, to look at the world like that, because honestly, you will know this as well. The more you know, the more the real you realize you don't know anything. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> You're like, I'm just going to be curious for the rest of my life because the moment I shut down that curiosity, then I'm saying I'm done because there's so much to learn and there's so much to experience that the moment that you think you know it all and the moment that you shut yourself off from any experience, what's the point in being here? There is no point. The whole point is you're a scientist on earth experiencing what you're experiencing and you're seeing how do I navigate that? Who am I? What do I like about myself? What do I enjoy about myself? Instead of focusing on what's wrong with you. The biggest lesson that I'd love for people to know is you're not broken. When I when that sunk in for me, Terry, that I wasn't broken yes. and there was nothing to fix and that all of this was happening because it was happening for me, to me, by me. I was experiencing this because some part of me wanted to experience this. I was creating it for myself and I'm not a victim of anything. I'm not a victim of any circumstance that I have the power and capability inside of me and the innate knowing how to navigate this entire life. I just need to let go of clinging on and fear and being scared and just trust that all the answers are inside of me. Changes your life. Oh my gosh. You've given me such a pep talk today because I was having a little bit of a, 
little bit of a slide and saying, oh my gosh, is there not some sort of like, I, I signed up for the quadruple PhD program in earth school or something with everything that has been going on. And I said, did I not have like an opt out box or something that I can be like, okay, I've reached my maximum limit. I'm, I'm done now. <laughs> so yeah, oh, I love we've it. All been I love, that. You have me fired up and ready to go. So <laughs> Well, you know, I could sit and talk to you for for hours on end, I'm sure. But I wanted to give you an option or the opportunity to um, certainly address anything that, that we haven't touched upon yet. Yeah, I, I'd say that the important thing is when you have those moments like Terry was talking about myself, I've had them and you will continue to have them and it's accepting you're going to continue to have them. You've got to imagine that there's a part of you that really doesn't want to experience all of this stuff. It just wants peace. Yeah. It doesn't want to have to go through these trials and tribulations. It just wants to be a recluse that's left alone and no one bothers them and they don't have to experience anything. And just seeing that for what it is, the freedom that you get of going, the part of me that just doesn't want to be part of this life and this experience just wants to rest. And I'm just going to let it have its little moan and its little whinge and it's fine. Because you know what? At the end of the day, it's painful. Life is painful. You can't get out of that. Honestly, you cannot, you cannot escape the pain. But what you can escape is suffering. Suffering is completely and utterly optional. You can buy into it or not buy into it. You can't escape pain. Pain, unfortunately, is how most of us learn. It has to get that bad for us to be able to sit up and go, hang on a minute, there's something I've got to change here because I'm not I'm not happy with this. And most of us have to experience pain before we get the message. But the more that you listen to the messages, the more that you understand that you're not just one personality, you're multifaceted like a diamond. And there's different parts of you that experience this life completely different. And there's parts of you that don't want to be here and don't want to experience it. And people put that down to, I want to end my life. I want to go in suicide, which is how I experienced it. When I realized that that part just wanted a break and wanted me to hold it and say, you know what? It's okay. We don't have to do any more healing. We don't have to achieve the next thing. Let's just sit here and enjoy what we've got now. And once I started to bring those parts of me along the journey, they came along when the ride was rough. They no longer fought me. Because they had their time of going, I don't want to do it anymore, you know. <laughs> They're just immature parts that have been frozen in time that have not grown up from that three or four-year-old girl, three or four-year-old boy. And we've just got to be kind and loving to them and say, it's okay. I'm going to sit here with you until you're ready to get back up. If you want to have a tantrum, have a tantrum. I'm not going to judge you. I'm just going to hold you and love you through it because I know that you're hurting. Oh, I love it so much. So I have just have to share a really quick little story. My mom passed away in March on my birthday. And um, so I was having to fly back and forth between I, I live on a little island in South Carolina in the States. And my mom was in the Midwest in Ohio. And so I was having to fly and I hadn't flown by myself since I was 15 years old. And so I was terrified because of my history with panic attacks. And I thought, Oh my gosh, I've done so much healing work. I haven't had panic attacks in a decade. You know, I, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Getting on this plane, you know, what if I, what if I, what if I, 
and so did some somatic work and did did a lot of mindfulness work and so forth. But um, some parts work uh, had come across my radar and doing parts work and recognizing it. So on one of the flights back and forth to see my mom while she was in hospice, um, I literally had like little Terry sitting on my lap on the plane and was was just like talking to her and being like, it's okay, it's fun. Like, you know, this is, we're safe. It's the safest way to travel. And anyway, just acknowledging her and allowing her to have that. So I'm so glad you brought that up because it really is beautiful work to do. And again, very empowering. So thank you. Yeah, it re- you've experienced it. You know exactly how powerful it is. We've just got to be our own best friend and we've got to mother ourselves where our mothers couldn't meet that need instead of blaming our parents. Yeah. We just have to be it for ourselves. It, it's that simple. We over, we just love overcomplicating things. Being your own best friend and realizing that everybody's doing the best that they can and that you are doing the best that you can and everything is happening for you. Life is just simple when you look at it that way. But we just love to overcomplicate things and I don't know why, but I'm the same. We're all the same. We just do. We love yeah. it. We love to torture ourselves. And go, it's the scientist in us, right? <laughs> can't mm. be that easy. There's no way it's that easy. It's got to be complex. It's got to be hard. It's not. The simpler it is, the closest it is to truth. As soon as it gets complicated and complex, you're generally further away from the truth. Yeah, that makes, That's I mean, it I truly makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how do how do folks connect with you? How do they work with your you or your team? So you can reach out um, via email at ask at alleviatepain.com.au. So if you want me on an interview or anything like that, you can reach out if you want to work with us. Or you can go onto the website, which is alleviatepain.com.au forward slash freebies. And I'm sending you there. And the reason why I'm sending you there is because There's a little mini course for free. You don't even need to give your email address because I want for you to just experience things. And it's it's like a program of meditation that puts your heart and your brain into sync. And what that does is it helps your nervous system to be able to calibrate and go, it's safe to be me. It's safe to be me. And this meditation is a 10-day program and you just write how you feel and you'll start to notice all of the things coming up that has you not feel safe in the world. And you'll start to feel safe because it brings your brain and your heart into a coherent balance because that's what happens. The further away you are from your heart, the more you feel alone and scared in the world. The closer you are to your heart, the more that you know that you can get through this. You can get through anything. Yeah, it's a beautiful process to go through. So I just invite people to go in and try this. It's called the bodies technique and it's got a video and it's got um, an MP3 recording. It's got a little diary to record yourself and it's all free on there. You don't need to leave your email address. So that's one way that you can work with us. Oh, that's awesome. I'm I'm not kidding. Um, On my list for today, normally I do my meditations and mindfulness in the morning, but I had kind of a crazy morning and so I haven't done it. I'm totally going to go do it as soon as we're done. (laughs) Good. It's three minutes. Honestly, it's three minutes long and it has a massive impact. And you'll start to see how far removed from your heart you are. And you can start bringing yourself back daily. And what that does is it just releases so many endorphins into your stream, that into your bloodstream, that your nervous system starts to naturally calibrate to that happiness because you are 
bringing that happiness to you rather than looking outside of yourself you're bringing it from within and that's the key you can't look external for these experiences it's all inside of you always was and it always will be yes beautiful beautiful well I just adore you. I love your energy. I love your work. I love your smile. I just, um, again, it's just, uh, thank you for your beautiful work. It's, it's empowering. It's, um, yeah, I certainly resonate with it. And I just appreciate you sharing it with, with my audience. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for having me, Terry. I really appreciate it. Awesome. All right. Well, everyone, be sure to check show notes. I'll put all those links in there. I'll put the website in there with the freebie so you can go do that meditation. And uh, yeah, thanks for being here with us today on the Healing Place podcast. Remember, until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Terry Welbrock here. Just wanted to thank you again for being a part of this healing space and my hashtag hope for healing journey. Thank you for sharing, liking, inviting others to join, listening in. Uh, You've really helped this show blossom. It has now been downloaded in 136 countries and is in the top 2% globally out of 3.2 million shows, which is just amazing. And it's all because of you and your tuning in and inviting others and sharing and liking and loving and your reviews on apple really help too my goal is to hit 100 five-star reviews uh, by the end of the year and i am closing in on that so if you are listening in on apple or apple podcasts please go and rate the show and leave a review if you absolutely love it and uh, i would be most appreciative also If you would like to receive my monthly Hope for Healing newsletter, please be sure to go to terrywellbrock.com. It's T-E-R-I, just one R, W-E-L-L-B-R-O-C-K.com. And I have a, uh, a gift to send you for signing up for that monthly Hope for Healing newsletter. Plus, there are many other resources listed on that page, including a resource library. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye.